Welcome to Story Chats at NSB Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry, and I'm here with my two co-hosts. I'm Narelle Atkins. I'm Valerie Comer. Angela Ruth Strong is back with us again today to talk about her Christmas novella, Christmas Ella. Um, we're going to just read her bio real fast in case you missed it last time. Angela Ruth Strong sold her first romance novel in 2009, and her books have since earned top pick in Romantic Times, been a finalist for the Christie, won the Cascade Award, and become Amazon bestsellers. Her book, Finding Love in Big Sky, released as a movie in 2022. To help aspiring authors, she started the Idaho Writers, where she lives in Idaho. Thanks for being here, Angela. Hey, thanks for having me. I hope you guys enjoy doing this as much as uh, we enjoy being guests. <laughs> I <Yes>. think we do. <laughs> I don't know that we'd keep doing it if we started not liking it. I think <laughs> we'd be like, I guess we're done. <laughs> yeah. But one of these days, no, not this week. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to start as we usually do by saying, tell us a little bit about Christmas Ella. Well, I wrote it a few years ago as part of a collection, the Once Upon a Christmas collection, with a few different authors, and we all picked different princesses to rewrite the fairy tale in modern day times. Oh, and I picked okay. Cinderella because I'm a big fan of hidden identities. Okay. I like that too. Very good. Very yes. Good. All right, Norelle, you want to hit us off? I will, because that's a nice segue for it my is. question. <laughs> so, yeah, so my question... Yeah, so I really enjoyed the story. It was great to read. I had a lot of fun reading it. And so my question is, what is it about the Cinderella fairy tale that makes it timeless and easily adapted to a modern day setting with the potential for fractured fairy tale plot and character twists? And at the start of the story, what similarities does Ella share with Cinderella? So let's not give away spoilers. Let's go back to the beginning. <laughs> yeah, she is not a servant in the typical tradition but she is a location director and she's working on a show called All, the, All That Glitters. And so she has to find the location for this reality show with this family that is over the top um, and very, you know, shallow, vain. Their last name is King, which is what makes them the royalty of the story. Um, and so she she's pretty much at their beck and call, which would make her like a modern day servant. And I think the timeless aspect is, um, I mean, I, I don't know if I can speak for all women, but I love getting dressed up and going to a ball. And um, and I have those days where, you know, I'm scrubbing out my toilets or whatever, and I feel <laughs> very undesirable and <laughs> icky. And it's nice just in those moments to dream of a more beautiful time and like it's all worth it. Yes, definitely. Very much. Valerie. <laughs> so you did mention <clears throat> slightly there, the kind of over the top family. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And so we're, we're kind of going to go there for a bit. It's, it was like um, a caricature almost mm -hmm. uh, hyperbole, like how those sisters of Paxton's were just like beyond, beyond beyond um what was your inspiration for making them so beyond <laughs> um well so I'll tell you my my narrator's inspiration because I thought she nailed the voices okay. and her inspiration for the mom and I don't think you guys listened to it did you no 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 okay. read it 
it was it was fun to listen to and hear her bring the characters to life. And for the mom, she watched Schitt's Creek. And I don't know if you guys <laughs> ah, ever seen that. Yeah. And yes, it's this yes, really yes. rich family who loses everything except for this little town that they bought as a joke. Um <laughs> and and uh, trying to fit in into normal everyday life when they are over the top, like my characters are. So kind of like caric- caricatures like that is where I got the idea. But I also wanted to give them re- their own real life fears. And so um, there, there's the character whose marriage did not work out with a normal everyday person. Mm-hmm. And so she just thinks I can't fit into a normal everyday world and she doesn't want that for her brother. And then there's the character who's um, afraid of the media and being made fun of. And so she actually makes fun of other people in the media, kind of like to protect herself. Um, yeah, it was a few years ago that I wrote it, but <laughs> I mean, I think we all can think of reality shows where they are a little over the top like that. And it's like, do is there any connection to real life? So I would just say that some modern reality shows do portray not naming any people names. as caricatures. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe having a surname starting with K was what yeah, came to That's what I was thinking of too. <laughs> I so I actually referenced that in my book, Husband mm-hmm. Auditions, but I couldn't actually write the name. Right. So every time yes. I used it, it was Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll just say that. Yeah. yeah because exactly. when we're introduced to Reese, we see her standing outside in the snow in a bikini while two or three guys pour vodka, if I recall, from a window into her mouth. Yeah. Yes, so, she's taking a shot of vodka from like three stories up yeah yeah so this is like just for for those who are watching and listening when I say <laughs> over the top yeah um, I kind of mean this is not the kind of person you're just going to run into on an average day downtown in wherever you live probably probably, <laughs> yeah. probably. unless you live in LA um <laughs> I suppose yeah so okay so the idea for that one actually came my husband's um uh, motorcycle rider I won't say biker because they have their own caricatures yeah. <laughs> yeah. everybody does right? we, we were at a um a biker rally and I did see someone doing that wow okay <laughs> and yeah. you're like that goes in a story <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah yeah that adds you <laughs> all right so and, I and then, oh yep go go go, well, go I was just gonna say another one of the ideas is I think it was Reese again um, where she hopped on the conveyor belt for the luggage at the airport and she yes, was riding yes. round and round. That's actually my own personal dream. Like I'd get fired if I did that because I work at an airport, but I, like watching Liar Liar when he jumps on the conveyor belt, is like, man, I want to yes. do that someday. So I was living <laughs> a little be, vicariously through. This will be Angela's <laughs> exit strategy. When she, when she quits, job. it's time to right. retire. You're like, I know I'm going to get in trouble, but... Yes. Yeah, and how and many federal fines would you get from that? No. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the other sister. Um, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Rachel? Rachel. Rachel. And Rachel. Um, okay. I had a contest and I actually named her after a character. So in researching for this book, I went to Jackson Hole oh. and... Okay, so, so some of the ideas story. came from real life that... Um, 
the Kardashians um, <laughs> really did go to Jackson Hole. Kanye has a house out there. He really did want to buy property of like this historic area and tear it down oh and build his, he really did want to. And uh, when the town would not let him do it, one of those buildings did mysteriously catch on fire. So like some stuff you can't oh. make up. No. Um, so what was the question I was answering? <laughs> I can't remember, but that was fascinating. <laughs> no, uh, uh, just oh, Rochelle, a little bit about Rochelle, uh, Rochelle yeah. and and yeah. the DJ. The DJ, yes. Yeah. So I was invited <laughs> out there to speak at a library. Um, so I went out there with a friend and spoke at a library. And I had a contest while at the library um, to put to name a character after awesome. the winner. And so it was one of the librarians who won the contest. Her name was Rochelle Strain Stringer or Stranger. I don't even remember how she pronounced it, but um, <laughs> yeah, she won. And so I was like, okay, well, what kind of character do you want to be? Do you want to be like a wicked stepmother? Do you want to be? And she wanted to be an evil stepsister. <laughs> um, well, I hope but, I hope she's happy with how evil she is. <laughs> but the the character her herself, I did want to show her insecurities, and I've heard that um, people in the media, when there's always people taking pictures of them, when they talk, they don't want funny pictures of them. Because like if we took a frame from this video right now right, when I'm talking, right. I would like, look pretty funny. So they would always they'll always cover their mouths like this when they talk. And so that's kind of where the idea came from. So she's always like hiding and like whispering and um, not, and she doesn't really have a voice until she gets online and says nasty things online. Yeah. Mm. I loved what, what you did. Um, yeah. With, with her character as, as time went on. So go ahead, people read the book. Yeah. Yes. I do think it's funny. <laughs> or that apparently listen to the audio. Named after a librarian and she doesn't talk. So that's, that, that's it. <laughs> Well, that's funny. I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> the irony. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes. So I love that you had Paxton is a down to earth billionaire because they're the best kind. Um, and so, so how did he turn out so well <laughs> compared to the rest of his family? <laughs> <laughs> so I actually don't like billionaire stories so much. I know that some people do really well with those. Mm -hmm. Um, and that some people enjoy reading, reading the trope because it's fun to think of being rescued by a really rich person. Um, but I, I personally prefer the, the, uh, down to earth characters. And so Paxton does the work that makes the money for his family. So he's the hard worker. He mm -hmm. works, they, they have mines in, um, uh, Alaska mm -hmm. gold mines, which is where all that glitters, the show name comes from. And so he works with down to earth people, you know, blue collar. Sure. Yeah. And so that's, and he's kind of tried to stay out of the limelight because he knows his sisters are so out of the top and he loves them, but he I learns know. to love them in a way that um, <laughs> calls them out to be better people than just loving uh, their poor choices. Okay. So if you, if you were to look ahead into the magical future, um, <laughs> what, what do you see for Paxton and Ella, how do you, how do you think they're going to manage his family in the years to come? What do you, yeah. how, how does that so, work out in your writer brain? <laughs> so I really hate writing epilogues. Like that's my thing. I just, I never read them in books because I want to be able to imagine it however I want to imagine it. And so that's actually a, 
a review, a negative review I got on this book is they wanted oh, no. an epilogue. But I was thinking maybe I could write one and have that as like extra material. Cause I know yeah. writers have done that, have that as extra material. Um, so if I were to write an epilogue, I they they love the area of Jackson Holes and they um, have a, a ski resort there named after them, Snow King, which is a real ski resort. I didn't make that up. So it just kind of fit perfectly yeah. that their last name is King. So I see them not in Hollywood. I see them moving there and um and the mines are having some issues so he's probably not going to stay in Alaska I think they'll stay in Jackson Hole and um she really wants to travel so maybe she can work on the side for for other shows and doing location directing for them and um kind of step away from all that glitters a little bit I'm trying to imagine um you know family gatherings (laughs) with his family and and her family yeah yeah what do you think yeah. the dynamics there? <laughs> how, how long is it gonna take for yeah. these people or are you planning to write Reese or Rochelle's story I guess Rochelle's married we don't want to unmarry her no no I hadn't planned to write their stories that could be interesting yeah. but mm. I think we all yeah. have family dynamics that are tricky yeah. so um they would just have to learn through that yeah <laughs> Do you think that they, I mean, it's Cinderella, so we know she ends mm-hmm. up with the guy. And um, in, in Cinderella, they're her stepsisters, not his right. wicked, not stepsister. <laughs> yeah. So it's a fun little twist there. Do you think they just stay evil then? Is that your plan? They stay evil or they learned? Did they, did they get their hallmark moment when they, when it all unravels and they realize how perfect Ella is for him? Did it do anything or are they? Yeah, he, he, they do get called out. So they are going to have to face their issues and they're facing them on live TV. So that adds (laughs) another layer. Um, Hopefully they Mm -hmm. learn from them. I'd like to think they do. They're always going to have strengths and weaknesses as we all do, but um, hopefully they find some compassion and um, humanity. (laughs) That would be good. Yes. Mm -hmm. Excellent. It is, um, it is a short novella. Um, mm-hmm. and knowing that it was in a box, I didn't realize that prior makes it make more sense. <laughs> like, I wish this was longer. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, but you have but an audio. That's always a good it. problem to have then. Yes. I never want my readers to be like, man, I wish this was shorter. <laughs> <laughs> she could have cut out five, six chapters from that. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Yeah. Well, what um, what do you have going on other than that writing wise? What's going on with with the Angela Ruth Strong publication schedule? <laughs> My husband asked me that this morning, and I was like, "Are you prepared for this conversation?" <laughs> and he's like, "Just just put a report on my desk by Friday." <laughs> ah, <that's excellent>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently editing Fiance Finale, which is the third yes. book. They made me add an epilogue for that, which I wasn't excited about, but I do like the epilogue. So I'm happy about that. Excellent. Um, Because it kind of sums up, it sums up all three of their. Well, because it's the last in the series, right? So readers, readers need that. They need that closure. Or readers think they do. And the readers are right. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it was, it was a wise request by my editor and I'm glad that she requested that. I did have fun with that. So that's over. I'm writing a, um, a proposal for a flight attendant story. 
fun. Based on another short story, even shorter than this one. I think it's it's under 5,000 words. Oh, wow. Uh, but we're doing oh. a collection called A New Year's Kiss. And there's a few of us that write wrote short stories. So mine is a heavenly New Year's about a flight attendant. And so now I'm trying to expand that into a bowling story. Excellent. Yeah. That's very fun. That and fun. so that is one you're, you have yet to propose. It's not purchased or ready to go. Right. right. I'm, okay. I'm still working on that. And then another thing I want to do is uh, try to, I'm learning to write screenplays. So I want to try to adapt my stories into screenplays. And this is a, just a funny side note on a Christmas, on Christmas Ella. Mm -hmm. I was talking to the screenplay writer of A Christmas Prince. Have you guys oh, seen that? Yeah. Uh, on Netflix, that was a big hit. Yeah. Um, and so she was, this was a while ago when I was writing this one, she was actually writing Christmas Ella, a different Christmas Ella as well. <laughs> so I've been waiting to see if that's going to come out. I'm really curious how she did that one. Yeah. And if it doesn't come out, you should, you know, propose right. yours. Right? Yeah. yeah. Say, hey, you want to work together? <laughs> because there's a lot of scenes, like we've talked about that one with, with Reese and the vodka, yeah. that would, um, would lend well. I to the screen. So. The whole thing would. It's very cinematic, I think. Mm. Thanks. Yeah. I like to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> and I see it in my head. <laughs> the novellas tend to be a better length, I think, for screenplays as well, right? Than a 90,000 word novel, yeah. which they're yeah, never Yeah, you have to cut a lot out of a, a full length novel for a screenplay. Yeah. Well, cool. Very cool. Um, what are you? What are you thinking you're going to screenplay eyes? That's a new word. I just made it up first. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm thinking I'm going to start with husband auditions. Yay. So I've okay. already. Yeah. Yeah. I've already <laughs> mapped out how that would work. Um, and then I also want to try one of my kids books and, um, and I do think this Christmas Ella could be fun. So yeah. if, if this other author doesn't mm -hmm. do anything with it, then I might pursue that as well. Awesome. You got, you got way more stuff to write than time. Sounds like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Standard problem. <laughs> right. I'm sure you guys know. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Valerie and Narelle, do you have final thoughts on Christmas Ella that you would like to ask? Say. I'd like to see Reese have be a leading lady down the track. I think that would be fascinating to see what you could do with her. <laughs> with her? else. Oh, with, with Reese, Reese. Mm -hmm. oh, oh yeah I'd like to see Reese get redeemed oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> I guess she I'm needs a fairy of... tale though yeah yeah I'm trying to think like what mm. fairy tale would fit for her any ideas well given her behavior <laughs> she could end up in a coma so you could do sleeping beauty oh no <laughs> oh my gosh I was thinking somebody might lock her in a tall tower and you could do Rapunzel <laughs> yes <laughs> So many options. Either of those. Either of those. Or I mean, you could do you could do the frog prince, get her because she's so appearance focused and everything. Get her in a, a, a homely, like a scarred, like he's a former firefighter, or reunite mm. her with her ex, but now he's oh. scarred. See? Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's now wow. you're on to okay. Well, Itch. it's either Beauty and the Beast or Frog Prince because like frogs are gross. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I think that's brilliant. So, all right. Yeah. Now more things that you don't have to <laughs> Always. Because didn't you say you had a shortage of ideas? Right. Yeah. Exactly. I'm sure I heard that somewhere. 
<laughs> All right. Remind so are, you, are you guys? Oh, go ahead. I was just going to ask if you guys are reading a bunch of Christmas stories right now, this time of year. I am not because I am Scrooge. Apparently. Oh. <laughs> I don't, I don't love Christmas stories. I read a few, um, but okay. I don't, I don't overwhelm myself starting in September and going until the cows come home. That's, but okay. Valerie does. Valerie's oh. quite a few. Valerie's no, I started, <laughs> I started early in September. So we're recording in December. So I'm going to be switching into what we need to do for the new year for story chats. Okay. Post Christmas. Yeah. So we sort of end up reading ahead of the seasons I've concluded the way we do the um, podcast. Makes sense. It does work that way. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I'm kind of eyeing the calendar and going, no, I'm sure I can get two or three more in before I have to switch gears. Yeah. You just well, don't pay fun. attention to it and do what you want. That That's okay yes. too. <laughs> yes. Well, thanks for reading Christmas, Ella. Absolutely. It was so fun. So fun. Yes. Uh, remind everyone where they can find you. Um, AngelaRuthStrong.com. And I do want to throw out one more thing. Um, so there is a godmother character in the story. Mm-hmm. And her name is Betty. And I named her after my grandmother's best friend, Betty, Aww. whose granddaughter was the, um, what's the word? The inspiration for Princess Sophia on the Disney Channel. Really? Yeah. Wow. How fun. <laughs> That's yeah, very cool. You have to have kids of the right age to know who Princess Sophia is, but that's adorable. That's very, very fun. I did enjoy <laughs> Betty and that was um, great. And how she came into the story. Yeah. Yes, the meet oh. cute was great. Yes. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Angela, for joining us again today. We always love having you. Um, And thank you, everyone, for joining us on Story Chats. We would love to know your thoughts in the comments. If you haven't read Christmas, Ella, you have time to squeeze it in this season before it's, you know, too late for Christmas books. Or if you're someone who's, it's never too late for Christmas books, add it to your (laughs) pile um, because it is absolutely adorable. You can find information about the podcast at inspiromance.com slash story chats. And if you are over on YouTube, leaving us a comment, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so you never miss an episode. And we will look forward to seeing you again next week. In the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Can't hear you, Angela. (laughs) <laughs> thanks for having me i didn't know i didn't want to interrupt any podcasting there. You're good. <laughs> for our, our listeners they they don't see your wave bye oh, it was great seeing you today <laughs> thank you guys all right bye